0: Are now listening to the monthly at Winifred's Here's a Foyer.
1: Here's a Kendall
0: Yay. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Woo
1: In lockdown again.
0: In lockdown again. <laughs> <laughs> we were unlucky
1: this time. We thought we'd be out of it by now, but not this time. <laughs>
0: No, well, we're on the on the precipice. Uh, we are. only only three and a half, as the time of recording stands, there's only three and a half hours left of lockdown. So, so it's <laughs> it's we're optimistic now, yes, which is, yes. is nice. Um, but but no, we yeah, when we started July, we didn't think we'd be back here, and no, you know, two weeks into July, they're like, yep, we're going back in. Like, oh, okay,
1: <laughs> fine, <laughs> back in
0: back in your hovels, everyone. Yeah, it was um, only
1: supposed to be five days, but then they extended another week so
0: yeah yeah so very lucky to be uh going out to do 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 things and have some have some freedoms back
1: yeah at least some at least some
0: (laughs) some to start um so yeah july has been a weird month (laughs) oh yes (laughs) (laughs) much like july of 2020 which was Mm, very similar yeah (laughs) yeah similar but probably a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, cuz oh, sure. it was it was the beginning of it was the beginning of the what four month lockdown and the um our, the worst cases that we'd seen the numbers. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, enough of that depressing talk. Yeah. I want to ask Fulia <laughs> um how her month has been.
1: Yeah, so my month has been all right. I've been working, I've been doing the streamies. Um, I ended up doing a subathon for my first year anniversary as an affiliate on Twitch, Woo-hoo. which was a lot of fun. And I, uh, streamed for 12 hours, um, a long which time. was a long time and a very painful, <laughs> but lots of fun. <laughs> okay. Good. When I say very painful, I mean the fact that you're sitting down for most of that. Yeah. Um, it gets quite, you know, painful. <laughs> Your bum is done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Num bum. Num,
0: <laughs> num bum.
1: Yes, yes. Um, what has it been up to? Oh, yeah. Uh, before we went into lockdown at the beginning of the month, we finally got to watch uh, Marvel's Black Widow, <coughs> which was awesome. Yes. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Kendall was the lead in bringing everybody together to watch this movie, and it was it was so much fun.
0: Uh, thank you. Yes, yes, it was awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> there was a bit of a disaster with org- trying to organize the whole thing.
1: Yeah, um, but re- we got through it. We yeah. managed to figure it out. Figured it
0: out. Got everyone together. There was like 15 of us in the end, a big group of people. So, and um, we took go- up
1: about a, what, a row, a row and, and a half. half.
0: <laughs> row, a, row and a half in the cinema. Um, very proud. Uh, as, as usual, when a Marvel movie <laughs> debuts, I assemble. Um, yes. Just like you Steve Rogers. You are the
1: Captain America of our group. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Oh, you can put that on my tombstone. Um, yes.
1: <laughs> that's Captain my Australia.
0: Yeah, Captain Australia. Love it. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. I'm glad you came, Fulia.
1: Yes, yes. I'm so glad I got, to, got the chance to, to come out and see it. It was so much fun. Mm. Um, and it was just nice to get out of the house.
0: Of course. Because yeah. <laughs> we'd not been long out of our previous lockdown at the time.
1: Yes, this is true.
0: Only a couple of weeks or so. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, what else? Um, I believe we also did some Loki watching. <laughs> 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 so if you want to hear more details about that, you'll have to go listen to our a podcast called Fred episodes.
0: Yes, do yourself a favour
1: because <laughs> we go into a lot of detail there. Yes, uh, we so do. Please go check. Please go. Please go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? Man, they're. There's probably a couple of other things that I'm trying to remember, but it's going right over my head uh, at the moment. Though for me, this particular week, I am um, I am doing a fundraiser for Beyond Blue, and I am raising funds for them via the Twitch streams. Um, and so far, I've already hit my initial goal, and uh, I've had to increase it, and I'm only halfway through the week. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, amazing yeah and i am very very grateful to all of the contributors uh to the fundraiser so far i'm very excited to be uh raising money for beyond blue beyond blue means of a, v- a ton to me it means so much to me and i've used their services before so um you know it's definitely worth worth donating to it's such a good cause um and yeah, and I'll be continuing that through um, the for the end of this week. So by the time you hear this, we'll ha- I still have two more streams to go. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing it off nicely, loud and proud. And um, you know, just 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 saying that we've done a great thing for a great cause.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Be super proud of that.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's pretty much been my month. How has your month been, Kendall? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty
0: similar, to be honest, just lots of, lots of watching of, of, of many things. Of course, uh, I just have to mention Black Widow, um, because yeah, finally we got (laughs) to watch it, um, after about, oh, 15 months I think 14, 15 months of waiting from the the initial release date to the actual release date. Um, That was, yeah, just insane. Um, I couldn't believe it when I was actually finally sitting there in the cinema watching it. And it was just a great experience to be back in a cinema watching a Marvel film again. It's been two years since we'd even seen a Marvel film in the cinemas. This is true. Yeah. And then to be surrounded by so many of my friends um and some of my coworkers as well um was was really really cool um yeah so that was that was great and freaking marvel just being <laughs> being uh, i don't know being marvel and play they play I, i'm still not over the fact that they played that marvel cinemas loves the movies sting stinger thing beforehand where it's like here's where we've been and here's where we're going and here's stan lee narrating it and here's kendall sitting here crying <laughs> um i cannot get through that video without crying and they played it in the cinema i was like oh no my my, my eyeliner's gonna go everywhere and it's just <laughs> uh, i wasn't prepared but it was great and the movie was awesome and i really yeah really enjoyed it and now that uh look, we're coming out of lockdown uh cinemas are reopening and I already have plans to go and see Black Widow, of course. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course, no one's surprised. Uh, (laughs) When can I go to the cinema? All right, good, done. Extreme screen? Uh, No, no, VMAX. VMAX. We we don't speak of extreme screen anymore. (laughs) It's VMAX all the way now. V (laughs)
1: VMAX. All right, if you say so. Okay, I do say so.
0: Just throw some shade out there. Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, uh, but then, yeah, for me, literally the other really big thing of July has been watching Loki every week. Yes. Um, so we had the last the last two episodes aired uh, at the beginning of July. Um, and um, holy shit. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> holy shit again I won't get into too much detail because we have a whole other podcast and videos of my own uh of that but I'm just so happy with it and they've they announced season two already and I yep. lost my ever-loving shit over it because <laughs> it's just made me so happy the show was just everything I wanted more I didn't expect it to be didn't expect it to be that good, and to do the things it did, and I just am in love with it. It's my yes. favorite. It's my favorite thing at the moment. It will be for a long time, I think, <laughs> until season two comes out and
1: probably <laughs> Make makes me cry even more. Makes me cry. <laughs> more.
0: Oh, the feels. Oh, the feels. Lots of good feels going mm. on, and lots of lots of really cool things setting up the future of the MCU. So, yes. um, yeah, yeah, fan fan freaking fantastic um mm-hmm. marvelous one might even say
1: absolutely
0: but i'm just but i'm absolutely marvelous uh yeah so those have really been my my highlights of july um you know um yeah i mean i've done i've done some other things um but um but everything that comes to mind right now is just the things that i've been watching because all i've been doing so much lately is just watching stuff but
1: yeah <laughs> um
0: but yes it's going to be very good to get back out there and see people in person again um so i'm very much looking forward to that so august i'm sure will be a much happier month for all Hope of us so yeah fingers crossed mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see this time when we next month when we record but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folia. Yeah, we can. We can do. I can, I'm not going to say it out loud, but we're, we should be able to do now what we were going to do. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yes, cool, cool. Cool. Yes. 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 I'll be. <laughs> I'll be cryptic on here. What else?
1: Yes. It? It's fine.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. That's 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 July. That's mm-hmm. that. Let's talk about um, our main discussion topic.
1: Yes, which is the one thing that has gotten us excited in the last week-ish.
0: Yeah, well, the last—I mean, been—it's—I mean, I've, we've been excited about it for a while,
1: for a while. But um, the fact that we now have gotten the chance to actually see it, yes, to watch it, <laughs> to watch
0: it finally. <laughs> one might say a revelation has
1: occurred. Yes. Bring it in, all of the puns. I love it. I'm here
0: all day, every day for the puns. Um, You can't stop me. Um, No, I cannot. (laughs) Uh, So, um, yes, we are, of course, referring to Masters of the Universe, Revelation. Woo! Yes! (laughs) By the power of Greyskull, indeed. Oh, yeah. Um so first the first 5 episodes dropped on Netflix mm-hmm. um last Friday the 23rd of July and um and yeah we decided that we would like to have a bit of a chat about it a bit of a, di- a deep dive into the mm. episodes and our thoughts we kind of did touch on it briefly during uh the latest episode of a podcast called Fred as yeah, well we but we did it without spoilers so here mm-hmm. We are going to be spoiling everything about the first five episodes.
1: Yes. So if you um, haven't seen it, go watch it and then come back. <laughs> pretty much. Press pause and then come back. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Do yourself a favor and do that. And just go watch it anyway because I just, just before we get into it, it's awesome.
1: It really is.
0: Yeah. It's really, really good show. Um, I'm not being paid by Kevin Smith to say that because. <laughs> <laughs> the fans the fans of the internet are not loving it um which no. is very disappointing and mm-hmm. i'm i, I i'm we will get into the reasons for that as we go along i think but um but yeah Fulia um yes. i know the answer to this question but i'm gonna ask you anyway for the audience sake but you <laughs> you've never uh, engaged with any he-man masters universe stuff before this
1: no, I have not. This is my first viewing of anything related to He-Man Masters of the Universe. So this uh this particular um this particular show is very new to me, even though I know of the old series. Um when I was growing up. I just never really I th- and I was just never shown it as a kid growing up. Mm. And plus I was, we were we were brought up in the nineties this was back in the what seventies, eighties, 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 yeah, Mo- way before our time. So- yeah, literally
0: before our time, <laughs> before our time.
1: <laughs> um, so, being able to watch something that is related to the old series, but with a with fresh eyes, is really really cool. Yeah, I have to say. Yeah. Um, so I'm I at, just just. As a general statement, I'm loving this.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm exactly, exactly the same. I never, never watched uh, He-Man, the original series or any of the other, like other s- series that have been done. There's been a couple of others. I haven't read any of the comics. I haven't seen the live action film as well. There's a lot of stuff out there, but it's just, I've n- it was all, yeah, all made, bef- like we said, before our time and. Um, and I'd never had any desire to seek it out. Um, and then of course there's the memes, you know, that yeah. <laughs> are so prevalent in, in modern society. Meh. Uh. <laughs> 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 What's going on? Um, so, but, but, so, but the reason I think I can speak for both of us when I say that the main reason the Fuller and I wanted to watch this is because of Kevin Smith. Yeah, um, and Mark Bernard and the the mm. wonderful wonderful co-hosts of Fat Men Beyond, um, one of our favourite podcasts we like to listen to and yep. watch. Yes. Um. And so we wanted to, I think, support them and to kind of you know because we've been listening to them talk about this show for for months and months and months now on yep. their podcast. Yeah. Um. You know. So I think as f- us being fans of them, I think we were just like, let's, let's support their creative endeavors, even though it's something that we, we don't know much about or we've never engaged with before. Like, why not?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: why not check it out? And like, it's, it's a world of fantasy and magic and, 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 and for you, folia animation.
1: You love animation. animation. This is a style of animation that uh, I'm really enjoying. I really am
0: Yeah, yeah, me too I think it's really, really nice And we talked about the trailers um, on a podcast called Fred as well And um, and how cool they were put together And the style of animation How it was showcased And it's even more impressive when you watch the episodes too um, Yeah, and then there's also the voice cast on this um, series Which is just bonkers So good Yeah, <laughs> it's so good Um so you've got Chris Wood as He-Man slash Prince Adam, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Teela, Mark Hamill as Skeletor, Lena Headey as Evil Inn, Liam Cunningham as Duncan slash arms Griffin Newman as Orko, Stephen Root as Cringer slash Battle Cat, Tiffany Smith as Andra, Susan Eisenberg as Sorceress, Justin Long as Roboto, Henry Rollins as Triclops, and Tony Todd as Scareglow, just to name a few there uh there is a (laughs) bigger cast there's also cameos from um kevin conroy and jason muse um yeah so yeah so it's it's yeah and they do such a great job every single voice actor i'm especially loving liam cunningham as man at arms i think he's one of my favorite characters in this show um for me but um but yeah um any of the voice performances stand out to you folia
1: uh I have to say uh that Lena Headey is <laughs> really, really cool as Evil Lynn. She and, is ri- yeah. that, her voice suits that character so well. Yeah, really um, well. I I'm just I'm loving hearing her voice <laughs> as that character. <laughs> but I will mention um I I am becoming a bit of a fan of cringer. He is such a cute <laughs> cat. He's a bit of a scarecrow, but you know, yeah, like he's a bit of a scaredy cat. Um, I, apparently, he's the original Cringer was based off of the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz, um, oh. which is really cute. Uh, so I'm really liking Cringer at the moment, and Stephen Root's doing such a good job.
0: <laughs> very much so. <laughs> very, very much so. All right um let's talk about episode one yeah which is let's get into it the power of gray skull by the um,
1: power of gray skull <laughs> 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 it's
0: an iconic line yeah. um this first episode was written by the creator of the series kevin smith the one yes. and only um and the brief kind of synopsis reads, Eternia celebrates Teela as its new man-at-arms, but the knighting ceremony is cut short when Skeletor leads a full-scale attack on Greyskull. What a pilot, hey. This is is a (laughs) phenomenal, phenomenal first episode. Um, Yeah, I I absolutely love this. Um, And not to repeat myself, um, but when we were talking about it on the other show, um, it just immediately gave me the vibes of this is a final season. This is a finale. Like yeah. everything that was happening felt so important and pivotal and epic. It just had that kind of vibe around it that I, I really loved. Um, you know, it reminded me of those days. And funnily enough, you know, um, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller of course, is the voice of Teela. And she was also Buffy back in the day, which is still to this day, my favorite show. And it just reminded me of watching a Buffy finale, like because those <laughs> those episodes really stood above the rest. You mm. knew you were watching a finale, and it's yeah. the same same when you're watching, you know, a Supernatural final episode too, uh, yeah. whatever season you're in. You know, it's just I just love when there's that atmosphere of the stakes have never been higher. Yes, um, and this episode really brought that quite a lot, um, and it also did such a good job of. Uh, introducing new fans like us, I think, Mm. to who these characters are um, and to the world of Eternia. Um, And and then just kind of by the time it's done, just flipping expectations on their head completely. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like that was was just
1: insane. Like who in the hell comes up with the idea of let's kill off the main character that yields the main power in the first episode.
0: <laughs> it's such a game of Thrones move. Like, which is so funny because, you know, Le- Lena Headey was Cersei in game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, so it's quite funny that I make that reference, I think, but, um, but it made me feel like that as well, because they're like, okay, this is our status quo um, going into this show. And we're going to completely fuck with that. And do something completely different that no one's expecting. And to have to have, you know, uh, your main character sacrifice himself at the end of the first episode and take out the big bad of the show with At the same time. Yeah. At the same time. Like arguably the two biggest characters of this entire franchise are killed at the end of this episode. He Man (laughs) and Skeletor, they're gone. And you're left going, What the hell? What just happened <laughs> what just happened and i th- I honestly think it's such a brave storytelling choice yeah and and innovative um and exciting like you know to do something that kind of breaks the mold a little bit um, and it's annoying to me that it's the main thing that people are like the people who made this show are getting criticized for because everyone thought that this show is going to, you know, be focusing on He-Man again, uh, mm. similar to in the past, but they've decided to put He-Man to the side a bit and focus on Teela more um, throughout this run of five episodes, and I love that, but so many people are just like, oh, it's a bait and switch, they lured us in, and it's actually about Teela, like, what the fuck? Like, I, I don't understand those complaints. Fulia, what do you what do you make of the people who don't like this show? like do you, do you think any of their what they're saying is founded or just they're being stupid fanboys?
1: um, look, I think they're just being stupid fanboys, <laughs> yes, I agree <laughs> <laughs> just just take the show as it is, take it as a new show. Don't go comparing it to the old show um yes, okay, I get it. The characters are from the old show. The story is. I don't know if it's a kind of continuation.
0: Well, on on that, I I should say that I think Kevin actually said, or I read somewhere, um, I think that he said that it's a spiritual sequel. So it it picks up where the original series finished, but uh, it's a spiritual sequel in the sense that, obviously, the animation's different, the storytelling style is different. Yeah. So that's going to you know in it, it has an inspiration in the original series but then here is what they're doing now and it's it you know it, they yeah. they they kind of have license to do whatever they want
1: yeah um,
0: yeah 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 so but yeah people are not having an open mind about no. it it's, it's very no no
1: yeah exactly and i feel like they're because because of that they're missing out on how amazing this show is
0: absolutely yeah like
1: the just just the fact that they have to have you know, a negative say about this show because it's not their show like the original was. It's like, get over it. It's new. It's different. Like we, we get that you are a huge fan of the old series, but you need to give this one a go as well. And just let newbies get into it. Don't all of a sudden give negative feedback to a show that in your opinion is the worst when other people think it's the best. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, just give people a chance to check it out first before you go and, you know, have a cry about it. Jeez.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Like, it's, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It, it It's kind of a reflection on nerd culture and how precious fans can be, especially in in nerd and geek culture of their of of their particular favorite shows or comics or movies and stuff and and I get that to a degree because similarly I had some problems with the the recent Mighty Mighty Ducks game changes series that Disney Plus did which was a continuation of the Mighty Ducks trilogy um and I didn't agree with everything they did and I still watched it but So I had to teach myself as I was going along. If I don't, whatever I didn't like about it, I'm like, that's fine. I don't like it. Um, It's Maybe it's not for me, you know, but I have to, you kind of have to train yourself to go, well, you know, this is, you know, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, this is the direction they've chosen. And if you don't like it, you don't have to keep watching it. But, no, exactly,
1: um, exactly. And yeah. the one thing I will say, um I've started um watching the latest episode of Fat Man Beyond. Um oh, yeah. and Kevin was pretty much saying that the people who are going out and making um these harsh comments and reviews and whatnot, um <laughs> they're just adding to the Uh, to the trend of people should actually watch it to see why it's bad. (laughs) But the other thing is, apparently his bosses, I think, like, you know, the producers and stuff are saying that it's it's nothing because there's only a small number, although thousands, a small Hmm. number of people have made these comments, but they've got, like, Hundreds and thousands of subscribers. <laughs> Millions even yeah, of subscribers. They do. Like, who cares? <laughs> exactly. And the other thing he also mentioned is if you don't like something, don't talk about it. Yeah, and that's what
0: Kevin practices as a kind of his his, his stance when he talks about stuff because he, people are always chastising him for, um, you know, the fact that he, he never talks shit about stuff. He, he, he doesn't want to. Like, and that's right. He says, like, I'll only talk about what I love. Like, why say something bad, you know, about something if you don't have anything nice to say? Don't just no, don't exactly. say it. Like, he's all about positivity and stuff. Yeah, and it's exactly. And
1: really I, I feel like I'm the same in that sense as well. I don't like yeah, talking. you are. Yeah. I don't like talking, um, you know, negatively about you know, movies or TV shows that I do not like. I mean, there may I may have negative comments about certain th- aspects of the shows, but that's not me crapping on about it and being so harsh about it that I'm trying to degrade them in any way. Mm. So I I would prefer to just lift the ones that I like and not worry about the ones that I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get back into our discussion.
1: Yes, but episode one, like, holy crap! Yeah, the, the the way they decided to go about it, man, Kevin Smith has some um, balls to being like, we want to kill the main characters. Netflix is just like, cool. Here's the money. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> here's ten million dollars. Go and go do, do it. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was such a it was such a good ending, and yeah, um, especially because I. I watched a, a video before I started watching the whole thing that was, like, saying what you kind of need to know before sitting down to watch this. And the thing I took away from it was that it was very... The original series is very formulaic and that every episode is kind of like Skeletor finding new ways to try and to get into Castle Grayskull where, you know, the power or the magic of Eternia is kind of stored, which is why He-Man is the protector of that Um and um and yeah, so it was kind of cool to see that just subverted with like immediately in episode one, Skeletor gets what he wants. Yeah. Or he thinks he's gonna get what he wants by yeah. actually getting past the gray skull defences, getting past Sorceress and then being like, Oh, actually I don't want the castle itself. I want what's underneath it. Yeah. Um, like that was really cool. Um and and then just the fact that um you know, but I love that fight at the end. Like my favorite part of the episode was probably like the last, like five ten minutes when they're all all there, all fighting, you know, each other and stuff. Especially He Man and Skeletor and and um and and yeah, and then it just kind of uh, it all just kind of climaxes with He Man having to sacrifice himself.
1: Yeah, um, unfortunately, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then we go to the the actual last scene of that episode. And it's Tila realizing that she's been lied to this whole time about Adam being He-Man. Yeah, and she feels so betrayed because yeah. everyone else knew about it except her. Yeah, yeah. But then she couldn't find. She couldn't find like there, there was no chance for her to get angry at him about it because he's dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love how she pointed that out. Like that's such a. A wise piece of dialogue to be like, yeah. well, I can't, I can't take it out on him. I can't yell at him because he's
1: gone." Like, yeah, exactly. And the fact that um, Duncan, man at arms, was being banished. Oh, I hated that part. That oh man, I don't know. Like, just because Prince Adam has died, it doesn't mean that it's the man at arms' fault.
0: I know the fact that the king decided to just. Banish him as soon as he realized that he man was actually his son. Yeah. Like just, I, it just, he was just angry and, and upset. And obviously and just and, took it out on him and just took his grief out on, on, on Duncan. And I just, I I hated that. Moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Although I do, I do salute Teela's decision in yeah. deciding not to continue on with her knighthood, I suppose. Um, yeah, well, she was, being, she was
0: being knighted as the new man-at-arms. The new so Dun- man-at-arms. Okay. Duncan was stepping down. Yeah. Um, and she was in the process of taking his place.
1: Yeah. Um, so in that instance, because of all that and the fact that she was being told to take him away, she was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I've been lied to. You've been lied to. Why? Why should I do this? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 and I really loved Sarah Michelle Gellar's performance in that yeah. moment as well, when she's just laying it all on the line and saying that she won't put up with this anymore, and and um yeah, and I, I yeah, it's such a cool turning point, I think, and it's your, it's I don't know, it's the spark of the the story of the show uh, with Teela leaving, um, yeah. because that's you know then she be- kind of becomes the main focus, um afterwards. Um, as we move into episode two, yes, um, which is called the Poison Chalice, which is written by uh, Dia Mishra, um, and the synopsis reads: Now, mercenaries Tila and her partner accept a job from a mysterious woman to retrieve an old goblet from deep within Snake Mountain. Um,
1: and the partner yeah. is named Andra.
0: Yes. Yes, Andrea voiced by Tiffany Smith. Yeah, um, who wasn't in the original series. No, 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 no. She's a she. She was in, I think, a comic. Um, like once, once. Yeah, and so they they pulled this kind of deep cuts character out for this series and, and made her Teela's kind of right hand woman. Mm. Um, and they have a great relationship, like a great friendship. Yeah, I I, like really, it. I really, really like the banter between the two of them. Um, and I mean, the only, I think the only thing with this episode I had a problem with is the fact that they don't specify the amount of time that has passed between the end of yeah, episode one and the start true. of this, which we don't really need because you can tell it's been a while. She's um, got a new haircut. She's, yeah, new haircut will <laughs> do that to you. It's like when, it's like when Captain Marvel cut her hair off in Endgame. It's like, yeah. oh, Okay. Time has passed. The hair's gotten shorter. Because mm-hmm. that's how time work hair grows in reverse. Know, I'm <laughs> make, making bad jokes now. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Eternia is completely changed um, between episodes one and two. Um, Fulia, what did you think of this episode as sort of a, I don't know, the where the story kind of really starts, I suppose? Like the new world order of Eternia?
1: Um. It was interesting. Uh, I agree with you in the sense that you you don't get an idea of how long time has passed, but you you feel like it's been a while because it because Tila and and Andra have gotten a bit of a sort of a relationship going. Um, you know, Tila is introducing Andra to all these new things, telling her stories about her past, and yeah, it it feels like it may have been I don't know months maybe.
0: Yeah, I feel months feels ar- appropriate. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so I don't mind the way it started. I mean, it was a little confusing at first, but then I'm just like, I oh, just leave it alone. Let it let it continue. <laughs> this is probably how they probably how they did it in the old days. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I'm I'm like I'm liking I'm liking the way it's going. This the this episode um, was interesting. Um, I had I had a suspicion that there was something about that old woman. Um, oh, I knew
0: I knew straight away. because you know, I recognized Le- Lena Hetty's voice. Voice, yeah, straight away. And I'm like, guys, you really could have done a better job, job at kind of
1: <laughs> at hiding
0: it, flanging her <laughs> voice or something, putting something on it to like you know, but. Yeah, maybe that filter. wasn't the point. Get a filter. Get <laughs> a filter. Exactly. It said they just had Lena Headey to try and sound slightly older. And it was. <laughs> it was. That was it. Um, yeah. But oh hey.
1: well. Oh well. I guess they they maybe that's where they were going with it. So they didn't want to hide it too hard.
0: <laughs> True. True. So yeah. But and I I don't remember at the end of the episode when it's revealed that she is evil and it's not much of a su- no. like a a big thing is it I don't think nah, nah yeah. it didn't, it
1: didn't surprise me because once they once you know she was they were asked to get this chalice back and it was gonna be from Triclops and I was like hmm there's gotta be a there's gotta be a bigger reason for this and then after they retrieve it and then she's like now we have to go here and I'm like yeah nah I think that's evil <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um no it was, it was- cool to see um i don't know see the kind of journey that uh teela and andrew go on in this episode and when they get to um snake mountain and have to kind of contend with triclops and his um uh you know his horde of of techno warriors and techno infused people that are you know he's like being all cult-like and like be one with motherboard and stuff and i was like what the
1: hell even even as they're (laughs) about to enter i love the fact that Tila was reminiscing about her and he-man actually infiltrating that place as well
0: yeah that was cool
1: yeah and so she figured out how to get into it without being suspected that they were um breaking and entering
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, That's right. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, that was really cool. And also like a nice little story, story writing, uh, kind of trick of finding a way to keep your main, your, one of your main characters in the episode without the, you know, it's a flashback. Yeah, exactly. So so He-Man's still in it technically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all right. Um, yeah, I kind of got a little... There was one moment in this episode that I, I, I thought was really cool but it made me jump a little bit was when so you know when Triclops is having that ceremony of like you know getting that that father and his daughter to drink from the whatever it is to so they can be they can merge with motherboard yeah um, and then you know and then the fighting ensues and stuff but then I, I can't remember which character walks up to the little girl but either teal or Andra does and then the little girl. The little girl turns around and you think she's okay because you know her father went first, but then it's like no 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 no
1: no 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 her she didn't her whole body didn't turn it was just her head
0: yes yes
1: yes <laughs> that yes. freaked
0: me out <laughs> well that's what I'm getting at that's the <laughs> the reveal of the fact that you know you're led to believe that um she hasn't taken the what you know she hasn't drunk from the motherboard yet yeah um but then it turns out she already has and she's made of you know made of metal and creepy and all this stuff and I that was yeah it was freaky wasn't it
1: yeah that I was just like (laughs) (laughs) kill it (laughs) kill it with fire yeah
0: (laughs) it was a nice little twist nice little twist um but then the episode comes to a head when um so Antila and Andra then return the chalice to the old woman, and then she, that's when she's like, "Okay, let's go to Castle Grey Skull um, to to see this thing through to the end." Uh, and that's when we get the reveal of the old woman's actually Evelyn, uh, but we think that Evelyn is is there to maybe harm sorceress. Because Sorceress is obviously very frail and damaged because there's not much magic left at all. But then she's actually there to help her. Um, because, you know, I really love the idea. And this is one of my favorite things about this show, is the fact that the the good guys and the bad guys put aside their inherent good or inherent evil natures for the betterment of of Eternia for the betterment of, like, restoring magic because yeah. if, we rest- if we restore magic, that will save everyone. Like, I loved how complex that kind of made evil in as a character um, because, you know, obviously none of the and none of our heroes trust her throughout the whole show, um, which makes sense. But she's, you know, she's reg- at each turn she's doing the right thing um, and this is the beginning of that Yeah. by, you know, being like, okay, I will take Sorceress's remaining magic and we will go and try and find the two halves of the sort of power to um to in order to reforge it and bring magic back um yeah yeah i just really i thought that was really cool
1: yeah no i agree that Mm. was that was a really cool moment to see Mm. yeah Mm. is good
0: all right episode three for what's what's episode three all about
1: So episode three is titled The Most Dangerous Man in Eternia, and it is written by Mark Bernardin. And the synopsis for the episode, while defending a village from Triclop's cult, Teela's group meets Man-at-Arms, who is struggling to keep Orko alive using the town's magic water. Yes.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. So this is the episode I think we were looking forward to the most because it was written by Mark Bernardin. Yeah. And we love Mark because he's a super talented <laughs> writer Uh and a very awesome guy. Um, so And especially, too, because I was – because you remember on the podcast he'd been talking about there's this one line that he couldn't believe he'd gotten Mark Hamill to actually say because it, <laughs> it was a line that came about, like, In, er, like, early writes of the script. Um, (laughs) And it's a shame that he couldn't be on Fat Man Beyond this week to talk about it, but he did post about it on his Instagram. So it's literally this... So at the beginning of the episode, we have this uh, flashback again to when He-Man and Teela and everyone was fighting against Skeletor and Merman on this, like, boat in the middle of the Crystal Sea. Um, And then... (laughs) And then, like, what, Teela and He Man are being thrown overboard into the sea and stuff. And then, freaking um, Skeletor and, and Evil Inn are just standing there talking. And Skeletor says, um, Maybe we can paint this all in a nice granite. Yeah. Um, yes, about, about the ship. <laughs> um, like, he's just talking about it. Um, and that Mark wrote that, and then. Yeah, and then it, it ended up staying in the script to the point where Mark Hamill would say it, and he was—he just kept talking about how much that kind of, yeah, I don't know, was a, a it kind of mystified him um, <laughs> the fact that he wrote he wrote such a crazy line that ended up in the show. <laughs> so I think it's really cool. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, another cool flashback sequence to start off the episode. Um, I kind of like, too how the the. It, they, these moments, like, there's a lot of bad puns being said by characters and dialogue. <laughs> so it kind of makes you think back to the old series, because, like, it, in the old series, they did have a lot of uh, kind of terrible punny dialogue like that, like quips and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cool. Did you enjoy watching watching our heroes fight against Skeletor and Merman at the start?
1: Yeah, I, I did. Uh, it was uh, It was a nice little flashback, because... Um, when I when the episode started and that's what we were watching, I'm just like, wait. What's happened now? Oh, it's a flashback. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting, th- my mind's getting thrown out of whack with this show. And it's going like back and forth a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it was, um, it was really cool to see. Um, how the, how that all sort of ensued and then, you know, being thrown overboard, but then being saved and, <laughs> and then, um, battling it out again and then jumping back on. And yeah, it, it was really good. I, I enjoyed that sequence.
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, but this, this is a, an interesting episode cause we kind of get reintroduced to a few characters, um, that uh you know are part of our heroes lineup i suppose so um we come back across duncan slash man-at-arms who has you know been banished um to live out in this village and he's he's looking after orko who is you know very frail and and, and not doing so well because he's a magical creature and
1: uh, what is he, what is what is his thing is a troll <laughs> he's a, a troll tro- is he a troll it's a it's a, a it's troll. a troll something it it's like sort of it's one word but i've forgotten the actual name of it um well is the name of his
0: his dimension is it is it troller i think he's from I a think... he's a dimension from a dimension called troller um trollin a trollin trollin that's his species yeah
1: so yeah. so Orko is a trollin um and he is like the only one left of his kind in mm. in Eternia. Mm. Um and but his magic is dwindling because of the state of Eternia right now, because the magic in Eternia is dying. Yeah. Um so I really I really love the fact that Duncan was looking after him, um, because, you know, he meant a lot to him. Oh, well, he means a lot to him. I should say. I won't. S- can't say the past tense. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, and <laughs> yeah. And the fact that just even the the scene where Duncan gets his his cup of of the of the water in this huge line of people who were lining up to fill up their cups as well, and then the next person that ends up getting it trips. And spills his magic. Um, and then everybody, you know, gets all up in arms about it because it's like, you're, you're wasting the magic and this blah, blah, blah. And then the Duncan comes in. And he's like, hey, calm down. Okay. It was an accident. He didn't obviously mean to trip. Um, and actually was nice enough to be like, was going to give him his cup of magic, I feel. Because mm-hmm. um, he was helping him up. Uh, But then Triclops comes along and spoils it all. Um. Yeah.
0: As he seems to like doing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But it's okay because he's he's gone by the end of the episode, so it's fine. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, the main main takeaway from this episode for me was, like, I, I really like seeing more of the bond that, Kind of existed or is being reconciled between Teela and Man at Arms. Um, Because, you know, obviously she's still very much holding on to the betrayal she felt by being kept in the dark about who Prince Adam really was, and, and Duncan was a part of that. But then she's also kind of understanding his position of, well, regardless, I've been banished from, you know, from the kingdom, and I can't interfere anymore with any of these kind of affairs to do with Eternia as a whole. I suppose because they're they're they've come to him because that they're, they're like well you know we 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 need someone to we're going to go after the two halves of the swords of the sword of power that, that you know when it got split at the end of episode one um, and man at arms would would be the best person to reforge them um, but he's you know refusing to help for those those reasons of you know he he literally can't um, anymore. Mm. Um, so it's yeah, so you know, it's 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 good it's a good episode for kind of furthering the plot and um and then leading to our heroes, you know, heading out onto the next
1: adventure. Um Which, which I will say cool. Orco. Oh my gosh. Heartbreaking little dialogue that he had that he wants to go out and be part of the adventure. Yeah made me that was cry. sweet. Oh, because he's like i just i want to be a part of all of this it means a lot to me that you know i i means a lot to me to be a part of this group this friendship and this is what i was doing and i want to keep doing it and i'm just like oh you're breaking my heart little man no. (laughs) No. that was really
0: that was really sweet so i'm really glad that they 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 let him come along in the end because uh, yes yeah. yes
1: i agree <laughs> yeah because i thought they were gonna say no man griffin newman wow like wow yeah so good um, He's great i will also mention he is actually co-hosting um with kevin smith in this week's fat man beyond yeah i saw that Um, Yeah, nice and he talks about how he lobbied to be orko oh cool (laughs) he really wanted to be orko as soon as he found out that this was this was going to be a thing um and yeah and kevin smith had no idea (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> As is explaining the plot of it all on the show on on the episode of Fat Man Beyond, I'm just like, wow, he really went so deep into this. He even practiced the voice, and wow,
0: <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to listening to yeah, that Yeah, because
1: apparently the original Orko from the from the original series was um, it was, but I can't remember who voiced him. But um, it wasn't actually their, like, they weren't putting on a voice. It was actually they just said the line and then fed that audio through a filter to make it high-pitched and sound like him. But but Griffin actually used his regular voice, and he tried to figure out how to do it. And, yeah. my gosh, such a talent. So good. Wow. <laughs>
0: That's freaking awesome. Very, very talented. I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to him
1: talk about it. He's also very amusing. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: (laughs) Nice. Nice. Um, Yeah. So um, shall we move on to the next episode? Yeah, let's do that. Tell me about episode four, Fulia.
1: Episode four is called Land of the Dead, written by Tim Sheridan. Uh, and the synopsis is uh, separated from her companions in Subturnia. Teela faces a sinister entity who offers her half of the Sword of Power in exchange for her fears. Ooh, Ooh. Spooky. <laughs>
0: so, um, yes, yeah, so at the end of episode three, um, you know, we find our heroes. You know, they have to go to uh both Subternia and Praternia to retrieve both halves of the sword. Um and and here in episode four they've gone into Subternia first to to get back um the first half. And um my god scare glow scare the shit out of me. <laughs> like I have always had such a fear of like skulls and like evil looking skulls. Like I, I really, it really, for some reason, creeps me out because they've always got that evil grin on their face. Like
1: so, Skeletor is not exactly someone you like that much. No, no. (laughs) But
0: Skeletor's always kind of come across as more comical to me. I mean, he's wearing the hood and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. But for some reason, the way they animated Scareglow. And he, in his, the way he, his skull was kind of drawn was just very, I don't know, it just ugh, creeped me out. And it didn't help that it, he was voiced by Tony Todd as well, <laughs> who is a horror legend um, and has one of the most creepiest voices you'll ever hear. Um, so, oh, yeah. Uh, a plus a+ casting choice. Mm-hmm. But I really liked Scareglow though, just as an antagonist for this episode as a force for teela to overcome yeah um so she she could retrieve the first half of the sword um and it was i don't know it was just all really cool the way that you know um our heroes were divided in this episode you know you know Divide and conquer, sort of situation of like, you know, if you, you break them apart, then you can, you know, you can win, you know, disassemble any kind of team and it's easier to take them down. So, um, so yeah, Teal is facing off against Scare Glow and, and her trying to, you know, face her fears, even though she says she has none. And then, um, who else did we have? We had so Orco ha- and, and Evelyn.
1: Evelyn go to Orco's. What is it? His where he used to live?
0: So his yeah, his dimension of Troller.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and yeah, so those two went off together. Uh and then we had uh oh it was it Andra, um Roboto and I think Beastman, as Beastman. As well. Beastman, yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. The three of them um were kind of sent to this unknown location. Um and so they're all kind of in put in these situations where they're coming coming up against things they're fearful of. Um and and yeah. And so it was a really right, so it was a really cool episode. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was did really you enjoy this one?
1: Yeah, I did. I did. It was interesting to see um the the, the sort of the concept of the actual episode of being facing your fears um and finding a way to beat them. Um and I suppose it's kind of like a, like a metaphor for real life um you you can overcome your fears uh, you just got to find a way to face it so and yeah, i really and yeah. i really like that um so this uh, this particular episode was actually pretty cool because you know tila obviously apparently had that we th- we first off think that her fear is of of he-man and for some reason so my mind went to oh if that's her fear is it is it the fear of not being as strong or stronger than him? Not being able to beat him? Was it something, something to do with that? But then, you know, Scare then turns around. He's like, no, it's not he, man. It's someone else. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> and turns her around and she's like, yeah, I'm afraid of myself. um, Which was interesting, like... It was really cool to see that she actually owns up to the fact that she's afraid of her own self um which was really really cool. Um and then I don't know if the fear was it, it was with with Evelyn and Orko, was the fear Evelyn's fear or was it Orco's fear?
0: I think it was Orco's fear, wasn't it? Because um he was kind of struggling with the fact that he was back in Trollen and um I think he'd had because of his name actually is Oracle.
1: Yeah, that's right. It tells a story yeah. about how he couldn't say the word Oracle when he was a baby, ended up saying Orco, and it stuck and there and he thought, well my parents probably think that was for the best because apparently I was very useless.
0: Yeah, he um He's, uh, like, a character who's, you know, uh, supposed to be this all-powerful trolling, but he's actually the opposite. Like, he's never, you know, everyone else seemed to have a better handle on magic than he did. Um, And so I think this, yeah, his so his facing up to his fears was kind of just facing up to his expectations of, of his power and overcoming his limitation of, like, okay... Uh, I am actually powerful, and I have this power within me, and I just need to tap into it and mm. and, and not not listen to my fear about it. Yeah, kind of exactly. Thing. And I think it had something to do with evil in as well, didn't it? Like I feel like there was a because they because the two of them were kind of bonding.
1: They kind of uh, were.
0: Yeah, over their over their magic. You know, their shared love for magic, their shared abil- shared ability to to wield magic. Um. Yeah, and I remember. I think. My favorite parts of the episode were those moments with the two of them. I think Mm. they were they were really really good. Um, Yeah, but um, it's been a few days since I watched the episode, so I can't remember exactly what Evelyn's fear was. But I feel like there was something in there.
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't think her her fear didn't really didn't really come up. I I think think it was
0: yeah, it was it was mostly Orcos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must have been mostly Orcos. Mm. Um, yeah. But no, it was it was really really cool. Um really really good episode, but for me one of like one of the most powerful moments of the show was the uh, end of this episode was the end when Orco
1: dies. Yes. Yes. Whew. That is another heartbreaking movie move- moment. Cuz I, I also cried. cried. <laughs> yeah. I was I was, I literally was just like, what? No, no. What? He just really? found oh, his power. I know. I feel it, like during that, you know, that moment where he's holding off the power from Scare-Golo, Mm. I had a little giggle at myself. I'm like, oh, expecto patronum. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of what it looked like to me. I love that. Yeah. Let's he's make a Harry off, Potter he's reference. He's holding off the Dementors. Um. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It, there's definitely vibes there. Yeah. yeah. I And I, I kind of giggled at myself. I'm like, that's a good one for you. <laughs> <laughs> very good one. Um, very good one. Yeah. No, but it definitely was like, it was very, <sighs> what's the word I'm looking for actually? Um, it's heartbreaking, but it's, it's bittersweet.
0: Yeah, he's it was just, very
1: bittersweet. He just got a hold of how to yield his power, and he ends up sacrificing himself. Yeah. For his yeah. friends.
0: <laughs> but it was such a cool kind of character journey for him, I think, in, over the previous two episodes, but then mostly within this episode yeah. of just of got him realising that he is worthy of his name. Yes. You know, and living up to that and just, ah. And just and and not
1: not being afraid anymore.
0: No, and yeah, just so willing to, like he knew it was probably going to destroy him, what he was doing, but he still did it so that the others could, you know, escape from Subternia because obviously... Skargil was trying to keep them all there, even yeah. though he'd given Teela the part of the sword because she conquered her fear and 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 whatnot. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, you know, it wasn't going to be that easy to get away, and so because e- Evelyn had to use the la- was it the last of the sorceress's magic to open the gate yes. to Pratonia. Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah. and she was trying she was trying to help Orko in that situation but couldn't because she didn't have that magic power anymore.
0: Oh, uh, kn- that kind of, that was heartbreaking too. Yeah. Because Cause she then, was,
1: cause they had bonded earlier. She's like, I yeah. want to help, but I couldn't.
0: Yeah, you could tell she felt bad immediately yeah. afterwards because, like, you know, she started, I don't remember who who got up. Was it Teela that came, up, came after her and was like, how can you you know how could you let him one of them one of them came at her and was like how could you let that happen you could have stopped it or whatever and yeah she 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 felt genuinely terrible about it mm, mm. Uh, it was all very emotional i'm like yeah this is this is not a kid's show no Like, (laughs) like this is this has got emotional depth to it oh yeah and and great storytelling and i'm just i was just so in at that point i was like this is and they're not afraid of killing off characters. Like I just, yeah, I don't know. It's just the stakes are high. Yeah. Uh, it was, and it, but it was, yeah. It was such a sad, but beautiful kind of moment. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Feels. Mm. Feels. All right, we got one more episode to talk about before we wrap up, um, and that is episode five. The Forge at the Forest of Forever. I love alliteration. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this episode was written by Eric Carrasco. Um, and the synopsis reads, thus, a familiar figure warns Teela and the others that there may be no escape from Praternia. Roboto risks his mechanical body to reforge the sword of power. Yeah. So that's your basic synopsis. The familiar figure, of course... Um, is uh, one we met at the end of episode four, and that was kind of a cliffhanger, wasn't it? Um, because uh, when they got into Britannia, uh, they they ran into Prince Adam. Yeah, straight away. Yep, It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically, they've gone from hell and now they're in heaven. Heaven, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, this episode is kind of it's kind of a cool world building one in the sense of like, um, you know, only, uh, masters of the universe get to come here. So only the protectors of castle Grayskull get to come here after they fulfill their duties. Mm. So that's why Pr- Prince Adam is there with all these other yeah. previous protectors, including the original Skull, the namesake of the castle, um, which was cool. Um, but, um, but yeah, I liked that. There was a nice moment of um, that kind of showed Teela just a really good glimpse into Adam's kind of character and his. I don't know, just how how humble I suppose he is because you choose your form in Praternia and he chose to look like Prince Adam instead of the superior He Man muscular sort of thing and everyone yeah. was kind of, all the others were like why did he do that? Like he's appearing weak but then you know you see the look on Teela's face like oh okay you know.
1: Yeah um, and the fact that they actually got the chance to chat about what happened even though Teela was kind of putting it off
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah that's true they have had a big chat about uh, you know. Is that because because
1: she- Adams just like we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> and she was just, you know, what is there to talk about? You died. I couldn't I couldn't tell you how I felt at the time. I'm angry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm glad they worked it out though. Yeah. By the end. By the end, but gosh. But it was really nice to see, it was really good to have an episode with Prince Adam in it as well, in the present time, no more flashbacks. But just to have a look at the the um, relationship between him and Teela mm. and how, like, because they're basically like best friends and they care for each other quite a yeah. bit. And so it was nice to see them, like, I really enjoyed that chase scene where they're like on those... Uh, were they on like speeder bikes or something? There or what were they riding?
1: So Tila and Tila and uh, Adam were riding what looked like hoverboard things, but yeah, like they've got rocket power. Yeah. Um, the others were on some form of flying bike, like motorbike type thing. Yeah. Um, or and some of them were riding dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, true. There were some dinosaurs in this one. I liked that.
1: And uh, um Grey yeah. was riding the tri- giant triceratops. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it looked pretty badass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it pretty badass. Um yeah, but I kind of liked that that just that moment of them, you know, bonding, like rebonding, um, you know, cuz cause, especially cuz cause never thought she'd ever get to see Adam again. Yeah. Um so it was just really nice. Um but yeah, I don't remember. Do you remember how? <laughs> this is so bad. Do you remember how they get the, uh, the? Is the other half of the sword just given to them because
1: Adam just gives it to him.
0: Yeah, Adam just yeah. Because the the one thing that I thought was interesting about this episode um is the fact that they they don't tell Adam what it's for. They don't tell Adam what's happened to Eternia
1: since he died. Yeah, Even um, though he does ask, um, is you know something has something happened to Eternia, um. Is that why you need the sword? But I don't think they really disclose that to him.
0: No, they av- actively avoid it for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And I, d- I don't know why that is. Like, I-, I don't think it's ever explicitly said why they don't tell him. And it's not, not like anyone's saying, don't tell him Man this, because then he might want to leave Praternia. Um, like, he ends up leaving of his own accord by the end. But, but yeah, it's just interesting um, that, that this conflict happened. Cause he felt kind, you know, he was getting frustrated, not knowing what was going on. Like, yeah. why won't you tell me what's happening? And Teela just didn't want to talk about it, and and all this stuff. Yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, that was interesting. Um, so yeah, basically, we man at arms. We knew he wasn't going to uh forge the um forge the two swords back together. So Roboto's doing it. Um. Uh, yeah, apparently that, voiced by Justin Long, but we don't recognise.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I will say that the I don't know that the, the tower that they end up going into, they use that as the place to forge it. Yes. Which is really really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really really beautiful, um, beautifully done animation. Mm. Um, yeah, this tower that they they go into, and Andra uses her skills to kind of. Help create this forge out of it, yeah. Um, so that Roboto can merge the two halves of the sword back together, um, and that kind of comes together in a very, you know, emotional way as well. Yeah, another dramatic I, scene. Yeah, another dramatic scene, which I was not expecting, and you know, to have Roboto, uh, you know, for him him to also die, like. What the hell? I was like, really? We just had Orco die, and now Roboto's dead. And like, I was really liking what? Roboto. <laughs> no, I really liked him too because it's just he was that typical kind of AI like spoke just you know, in such a way that wasn't emotionally attached or involved in any sense, but yeah. he was on our side, and he was cool and and all of this stuff. and then, yeah, but then he gets that really nice moment at the end before he dies where he's kind of realizes that he's feeling fear um yeah. you know and and that he's a he's a miracle of um yeah before of man, he, of before he dies and
1: it it's like i'm a miracle oh my oh, like, oh,
0: no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, i was so emotional. i know
1: what?
0: and he's a robot <laughs> he's a bloody robot he's a piece of tin um yeah God, it was it was powerful stuff. Mm. Um, but but he reforged the
1: sword at least. He you know, did, just, he did, and was, we thank him. Oh, we do. Yes,
0: <laughs> we do. Hopefully, he's in Robot Paternia somewhere. Yay,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: living on. Um, okay, so let's talk about the finale <sighs> moments of this episode because holy shit oh my gosh holy shit (laughs) so 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 prince adam decides he's going to leave fraternia even though he is probably never going to be allowed back because
1: he's not gonna be able to get back in um but from what Mossman had said to him that he would be like the regular humans where they'd be part of the soil yes yeah and then yes. be part of the forest that is Paternia.
0: Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So different, a different destiny yeah. would would, a, would await him in the afterlife. Yeah, um, because getting to live in Paternia is his reward for his sacrifice and the work he did as He-Man, mm. um, and so he only gets one shot at that. Yeah, um, and so, but he voluntarily is like, no, no, no. I my friends need all the help they can get. Attorney and needs help. I'm gonna walk through the door. Um, so yeah, so that's that was that was a powerful moment. And then we're we're back in in Castle Greyskull, Um and Adam's got the sword, and all he has to do is, you know, say those those words. Uh, he couldn't even get through of, the sentence <laughs> by the power of Skull, I have the power, and yes, he couldn't get through it because meantime. The the top of of, of Skeletor's staff that Evilin was still carrying around uh, emerged and reformed, and Skeletor appeared once again and fucking stabs Adam through the back, and I was just like, "What?" I was like, "No!" <laughs> My jaw dropped. Yeah, <laughs> like I was in shock for like a good. Five minutes
1: after this, I, <laughs> I like, couldn't yeah.
0: believe. I couldn't believe. Like he, uh, he just got back, and they've, they're killing him again. <laughs> like he's now. He's gonna be soil now. Do you really want that? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! Not uh, once, twice,
0: twice, <laughs> three times. A He-Man. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was just—I mean, I don't—I I think it's great. I, like again, I—I love—I will love and commend the storytelling of the show. Like fantastic, subvert expectations, go for it. Yeah, I have no problem with the fact that they've killed him off. I just couldn't believe that they did it. Yeah, um, it was so—it <laughs> was so good. Just oh, oh my god! And I'm then getting chills the thinking The power
1: about it. of Grey is in Skeletor's hands.
0: Oh my god. He actually ha- he gets the sword and he lifts it up and he says the words and then the episode ends with this gigantic, Skeletor he pro- proclaiming himself as a master of the universe. He is now god oh, Yeah, holy crap! Yeah, what a cliffhanger! I know. <laughs> what a bloody! It's cliffhanger. not even the
1: season finale. <laughs>
0: It felt like I it know. though. I was just I couldn't believe
1: it. Part one finale here. Have a Skellagod <laughs> and a dead he-man. Yeah. And then and a dead he-man. And
0: then And then there was the fact that Evil Lynn decided to go back to Skeleton. I
1: know that line. Oh my gosh. I was just fi- I was just finally getting to like you kids. And
0: what? then she just walks. I know. I know I couldn't uh, but again I think it kind of makes like, makes her like very interesting and, and and like it's what I was talking about earlier with her her character journey from you know putting aside her evil ways um to then you know having no choice but to go back to them because you know she has these conversations with Teela and with Andrew about her connection with Skeletor because she you know she i think she was in love with him like i i honestly kind of got that vibe like with the way they were talking or she at least loved him so dearly that she would do anything for him um you know so uh so i think as soon as she sees him returned she can't bear the thought of not being next to him at his side sort of thing so i think that's why she just can't yeah. she's still in his thrall so she can't resist him I guess. Mm. Um, But it was still very heartbreaking to watch, especially because she seemed like she turned a corner. She'd stopped wearing her kind of evil headpiece that she had and it was letting her hair out and stuff. And it was really cool. You know, he's she's changed and yeah, I don't know Fulia, what did you, did, did you, were you, were you upset by, by this or did you feel like it was no surprise?
1: I, I wasn't surprised about the fact that she decided to go back to him. I was waiting for her to say that. Yeah. To go, to turn around and be, be all, you know, evil again. Yeah. I was just hoping that maybe she could have found a way to not go back. (laughs) But that was my stupid fault for thinking that.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. I was kind of hoping it wouldn't happen either. And then when it did, I was, yeah, I was like, I was uh, part, part, not surprised, part, just yeah shocked as well yeah i, I was, it was just weird. like
1: shaking my head i'm like oh how could you <laughs> after all what you've been through with those kids <laughs> i know after what y-
0: orco did yeah especially yeah yeah it's just very upsetting mm. wasn't it very upsetting very. um
1: yeah but again but here's the thing uh adam isn't technically dead yet He's wounded. No, te- he's fatally wounded. True. We haven't seen him die yet. No. So we don't know That's... what happens in the until the next episode. No. Starts. True.
0: <laughs> we just kind of get the impression he's dying because much. I think like the last time we see him, Teela's kind of hovering over him, isn't isn't she? Yeah. 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 yeah but it just it all happens so fast and oh man, I know. <laughs> Talk about your all time backfires. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like the guy just got back from heaven. Why? Oh, no, I couldn't be- I just Give couldn't... him a moment. I couldn't be- yeah, let him
0: <laughs> let him say the words and just oh man. Yeah, it was it was it was very impressive. Mm. Um very, very good. Yeah. Um okay. Any anything else you wanna add Folia before we wrap up our chat?
1: Ah, uh, I'm just loving this. I'm loving this yeah. so far. I, I I need more now. <laughs>
0: I know. I know. Oh Rain my goodness! Yes,
1: definitely, definitely. Let's keep this going, people.
0: Yes. <laughs> let's 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 yeah. Everyone, everyone, pull your heads out of your asses. Watch Masters of the Universe Revelation. Yes, because
1: it is fantastic. Go check it out, and then once you've watched episodes one to five, go watch Masters of the Universe Revelation Revelations which is also a Netflix (laughs) (laughs) wonderful title. Um, Yes. (laughs) It is the after show of the series and it has Kevin Smith, um, Tiffany Smith, and I've forgotten who the other person is, but he is one of the producers and it's, it's a good, good old fun chin wag about how, you know, the cast members got the chance to become these characters and just, you know, their backstory about He-Man and Masters of the Universe and all that sort of stuff. So please go check that out as well. Not sponsored, but love to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Sponsor us, Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. I also do want to mention that um, Mark Hamill as Skeletor was worth the wait because yeah, <laughs> it was just awesome. I mean, his voice reminded me a lot of the Joker a little bit, but it was, there was there were differences there mm. that that made it enough. Um, yeah, Skeletory, I suppose. Yeah, um, to enjoy. So, but yeah, yeah. He, so cool. His his
1: take of Skeletor is actually pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure, sh- and and I and I know for a fact that. Uh, cause he got, so Kevin got to talk to Mark Hamill on that after show and, uh, oh, cool! and, um, he asked him, is it, is it more, f- is it fun to be playing the good guy or the bad guy? And, and Mark Hamill turns around and is like, it's always fun to play the bad guy. <laughs> yeah because you know he he loves you know, he loves playing the bad guy you know case in point the joker he had a lot of fun with that one and oh yeah and, and apparently he's having a lot of fun with uh with scalator as well um mm-hmm. he also talks about how he got the voice inflections and stuff like that and where he got his inspiration for for it from and yeah it's um it's cool
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: I need. I need to go
0: watch the Masters of the Universe Revelation Revelations, Revelations. <laughs> episode now. You oh. do. <laughs> yes, I will. I will. Ah, oh, good stuff. Yeah. All right. That's our 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 dive into Masters of the Universe Revelation Part One. Our thoughts. Part one, the first five episodes, there is no release date yet for part two, but um, we will be talking about it again, no doubt. Yes. Down the line when it does appear, mm-hmm. but it may not be for a little bit, I think. Mm. They're going to leave us on that cliffhanger for a second. Oh, for a yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> we've got Key Simmer man. on that. Yeah, we've <laughs> got Simmer on that for a while. Oh, all right. Uh Folia, how is your August looking at this point? Anything coming up?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how my August is going to look at this point. Um <laughs> everything's up in the air apart from the fact that I will be doing, you know, the streams, I will be I'll be working as per usual, um doing podcasts of course. Um of course. uh yeah, that's I don't know what is going to happen in August. I will let you know in the next episode what happens.
0: (laughs) We'll find out.
1: Well, you'll find out next in the next episode. (laughs) How about you, Kendall? How's your August looking?
0: Well, it's basically the same. It's an unknown and uncharted territory at Mm -hmm. this point. Um, but I'm uh, as I said I'm, I've am already made plans to go see Black Widow again so I'm doing that mm-hmm. in the first first week of August um, and yeah many more movies I'm sure Suicide Squad comes out Ooh, first yes. week of August as well cannot wait to finally see that um, so I'll, I'll probably mention that on the podcast when we return um, but yeah no I'm just I don't know it's I'm excited for winter to be over to yeah. be honest I'm I'm sick of the cold and the rain. It's just, (laughs) it's been, it's been a chilly winter and uh, a rainy one. So I'm looking forward to some, looking forward to some spring sunshine, I reckon. Mm -hmm. So bring on September, I say.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Yes, yes. All righty. Oh, and Marvel is debuting What If on Disney Plus in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. So I, I will, we will be talking about that. I imagine at some point as well mm-hmm. um yes stay tuned for that Q. um cool alright um let's try and sync this up <laughs> sure, somehow <laughs> and, and that's, that's a wrap, wrap on this on monthly, this monthly. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content.
1: If you like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts.
0: If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com slash Yay, hey, That was a full year. That was a candle.
1: And, and you've, you've just, just experienced, experienced
0: the, the monthly, monthly at Winifred. Winifreds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, in person next time.
1: Hopefully. Fingers hopefully.
0: crossed. Fingers
1: crossed.
0: <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Stay feel, safe. Feel free to,
0: yes, yeah, stay safe. Please stay safe. Um, and feel free to leave us. A review and a rating, yes. if you if you are feeling very kind and enjoying <laughs> what we're doing. I'll also, um, let us know your thoughts awesome. about
1: uh, Masters of the Universe, yes. if you want.
0: Yes. Mm. Tweet us, tweet us, at us, mm. um, and and yeah, and let's have a chat about Masters. Did you like it as much as we did, or do you have a justification for why the nerds are being silly nerds about it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd love to know. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. But until next time, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you. you. Bye. 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 Bye